Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. I'm your live feed obsessed host, Fox Van Allen. And joining me today, uh, as is the case every, every week throughout the Big Brother 22 All-Star season, is my good friend, a man who will always buy you, buy you crab legs first, Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. Uh, I'm a little bummed you're not wearing your, uh, your denim vest like Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, a lot of a uh, lot of interesting uh, fashion choices going on in the the Big Brother house. Um, so uh, I want to I want to get into it. We have so much. We have a lot to talk about. This is a, it's a busy week. Uh, we we're going to talk about Memphis's HOH uh, and whether or not it went okay. Spoiler alert: It didn't. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the Nicole and David uh, block party. Uh, two absolutely disastrous campaigns. Uh, one more disastrous than the other. Uh, and we are, uh, and we're going to talk about the new HOH, Tyler, and figure out his plans for the week in our spoiler section. Uh, and we're going to do it all today, Lance, with our very special guest. Uh, now, I looked it up. Almost one year to this day. Wow. First season of Big Brother Brothers, we had from Big Brother 15, McCray. McCray Hello. is joining us today. Hello, McCray. How's it going? It's going fantastic. How are things with you? Oh, just fantastic. Uh, you know, everything in the world. Uh, I mean, <laughs> let's not talk about it, but, uh, you know, Big Brother's on. So, you know, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to the season, but the closer and closer we got to it, the more I was like, all right, this is, I'm excited. Uh, you know, it, it was a hurdle for me at first, but I think now that we're in the swing of things, uh, you know, it's not the best. Like last week wasn't the best, but still, it's like one of the things where it's like the worst Big Brother season is still Big Brother. So, I mean, can we really complain? Uh, everyone on Twitter, I see you. Shut up. Stop crying. Uh, that's what I have to say. Yeah. Was the hurdle for you that you weren't asked back as an all-star? Is that what no. So, no, no, no. Like, and like, I think that like sometimes when I say that, it people think that, I guess, like, don't get it twisted. Like there's, I had no like no there's no chance in my brain that i was like gonna get ass back like there's just no way like i'm uh, a very low self-esteem person uh so like there's like i was the last person on the big brother 15 list that i thought was gonna get a call back uh i definitely know that other people in my cast were very very upset about it uh, uh -huh. but that's i kind of like since i got off the show and knowing the reaction that my season gets um i think i've tempered myself to like always be like it's one of, like i didn't ever think i was going to be on the show in the first place i was an alternate so like it's one of those things where i have that same mindset where it's like I'll never get on the show. I'll just never get on again, you know? And I didn't think I was going to get on the first time. So it's one of those things where it's like, well, if your expectations are low, it can only go up from there. So that's how I live my life. I live my life with either low or no expectations. Absolutely. So it's the best way to live. And look where Scott exactly. can lance right here. Isn't that fantastic? As a big brother, you know, I wanna, brother. I want to, I want to challenge you and say, like, I would say if they're going to bring back someone from season 15, like, I think you'd be at the top of the list because like every season we see, there's always like a somewhere in there, a McCray reference. Uh, <laughs> well, they like me. I know that like the, at least one executive producer, like, we have a good relationship and I think that they feel like we definitely got burned by the whole situation. So I feel like they kind of like make it up to me, I guess, which I know it upsets everyone else on my cast also. So <laughs> it's, it's win-win again, like, again, that's why I'm not going to like complain too much about CBS because they've been pretty good to me. I mean, as much as they could be for, you know, like putting my face on every season basically. Uh, yeah. So uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for what I've got. 
Yeah. So if there is someone uh, if you th- from 15 who should mm-hmm. be an all-star, who should be on this season, who is it going to be? One person. you got to pick someone. Who is it? Other than you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go with David. First boot. No. Okay. So, oh, like that, <laughs> Mr. Curtin. No, no, no. First time we've uh, ever talked about him on the show. <laughs> yep. Maybe. May as well and be the, the last. last. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I definitely think Amanda, like, it's obviously a little bit controversial and especially like I'm a little bit more biased too. I think Amanda is like an insane game player. She's good, but also she's like her own worst enemy. Um, she's a villain. She's not afraid to like make enemies. Uh, she would have been good TV. You know, uh, I think that she's like the, actually the best pick from our cast just because she has all the elements of making like an all-star. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a few other ones. Like I'd love to see Spencer. I'd love to see Judd. I'd love to see, mm-hmm. you know, Helen. Alyssa is another good one. Like there's so many people that actually like, you know, some of those people may have did bad things or said bad things, but you know, like there's some of them like Helen and Alyssa, like definitely could have got the pick without causing the controversy mm-hmm. uproar, I guess. Yeah. Well, Amanda would have added some nice spice to this yeah. season. Some oh, yeah. needed spice. Oh, everyone is just playing like, oh, let's uh let's just do what the HOH wants. Like Amanda is not that player at all. Amanda's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm gonna come hell or high water. Um, I'm gonna just like make the house, you know, I'm gonna do what I want. Um, and that's why I think like we talk about like kind of old school versus new school. It's a, a conversation that is like coming up a lot. Um, I do believe that my season falls into that old school mentality of like, oh, what does the HOH want us to do? No, we're doing the opposite of that because we're not gonna let them have power. Um, I don't know. That's uh, that's how I feel about it. Mm. Uh, one quick question that I have for you. It came mm. up on the it came up on the feeds, and you may be the only person, or you and everyone else on fifteen, maybe the only person to help. Uh, solve this mystery but we were trying to figure out uh they were trying to figure out when the alcohol delivery stopped and they figured we had it on 14 we didn't have it on 16 what happened on 15 was it a yes or no um there wasn't any indication of them being like we're taking away your booze but basically every time we got booze you know amanda would get it in her and uh, aaron would get in it and they would just go edit like it would just be like constant craziness i mean wine gate was like first week two week two you know like and that that was just a blowout of the house and to me it's like it's also the same reason why it's like just keep on giving them alcohol like let's get stuff popping off you know like if we're gonna like put these people on display like let's let's make it a real zoo you know Well, yeah, that's what a... the best part of like the challenges is just when they just get them all liquored up and everything. Oh, so bring I mean, it back. Come on, we need it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, any of these shows, you know, any of yep. these shows, like it's always better when they introduce alcohol. And like, that's the thing where it's like, you guys are going to play it safe on this aspect when basically everyone's going out of their way to fight or to be like in the firing line of COVID. You know, oh, a little bit of alcohol is really going to be the worst of your problems. Like, yeah. just liquor them up, you know uh that's my opinion well, that's why but, the first episode of the bachelor is so great too is because they give them alcohol for like 14 hours and stuff and just oh see what happens God, that's the show i want to do big brother is a much more responsible reality tv show it's that's if, if you have to well, rank them big brothers unfortunately <laughs> the thing about it is i mean like look at um i don't know if you guys have ever watched big brother canada my all-time favorite uh challenge they ever did was they actually brought two house guests into the dr they had a full liquor set and they were like, you guys have to just start drinking. You have to go back out into the house and no one can tell that you're drunk. And then they would like go let them out. They'd bring them back in. 
they would keep drinking, partying, and then they go back out and be like, mm, just trying to be like real sto- sober. That's the best challenge. And it's like, take a clue or get a clue, you know, like that's what you guys should be doing because that's a way better segment than watching Ian recite poetry, you know, which is fun. It's a fun little like goof or whatever, you know, it's fluff, but like that is not, come on. Like he's not really, you know, jeopardizing his game with this. Sure. Someone could jeopardize their game with alcohol, you know. Uh, I don't understand why they're doing these little fluff pieces of, you know, get them in a costume already. Like, no, who cares? I don't, I don't know. That's me. I think costumes are fun, but they're whatever. They're fun. You know, it's just they're something fun. to look at on the live feeds. You I know? agree. But costumes are a lot more fun when you're drunk. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got uh, from, from last week here, our, our Janelle, our Janelle star <laughs> costume. That's yeah. so good. Oh, that's right. We, uh, this is, since you haven't been, this, this is season two, McRae. So we are, oh. we got puppets all over the place oh, here. We got, your uh, game. we got Janelle here. We got, we got Lance. I got a Lance. <laughs> yeah. Magnum PI today. vibes. Magnum <laughs> PI vibes right there. Mm-hmm. And this, and today we've even got a McRae. Oh, I love it. <laughs> right? That is so sweet. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. It's pretty good. Uh, like all right. So that's, that's our gimmick. Like every, every guest this season gets their own puppet. Um, we haven't, uh, we haven't been, we think it's a good selling point, although we didn't even try selling you on it. We you got to get the stash <laughs> on there though. Well, I know now I'm rocking. No, don't worry about the stash. This is just for a photo shoot I did. I think it's oh. funny. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's I was like, trying to go on. It's like Cody. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> Yeah, um, I also anyway. was trying to go for Magnum PI vibes. Anyway, let's talk. Uh, let's. I, I want to get into this week here a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and, and talk here. Uh, we've got. Uh, speaking of bad fashion choices, we do have our uh, our <laughs> HOH uh, and veto holder Memphis that here. That is amazing. In that his, denim vest. Uh, in his denim vest. In his unfortunately chosen denim vest, uh, and he puts up uh, two very safe question mark choices of uh, Nicole. And David, uh, our, our two buddies from Big Brother 21, and um, it was uh, it's uh, it's kind of a I, I don't know what I don't know what uh, what he was thinking here with this week. This is a this is a rough week all around. He tries to play uh, both sides of the house uh, with with talking with Janelle. Uh, he's not really working with Janelle, but it seems to do enough damage to his game that he doesn't actually want to go after Janelle and just kind of wants to go after David and Nicole here. And it sure doesn't help. Uh, that when he's nominating David and when he's choosing David for have nots, <laughs> he just, it, it's just so damn tone deaf. It, it's like he didn't even watch the previous season uh, where he's yes. saying, uh, you know, it's welcome to Big Brother, you know, his big kid's table. Um, who, who the hell is Memphis? First of all, who the hell is Memphis to decide who belongs in Big Brother 22 and who doesn't? Because like, he's like borderline himself. Like as far as all stars goes, like I don't. Well, and someone said that like he was supposedly one of the alternates that got on, and it's like you almost didn't make it either. So like, what are you talking about? Um, I mean, it's just so condescending, and to me, it's just like, well, why are you making those kind of moves? Like, why are you trying to like show that aspect of yourself? Or like, but on the other hand, like TV worthy, like I think that he comes from the like Dan. He's a disciple of Dan. Dan is very much like whatever you're gonna do make it good tv like and i like i picked that up from dan and his little speeches or whatever like he talked about after big brother 14 he always said that where it's like if you're going on your job there is to make tv and so like is that what memphis is doing like i think there's a part of that where he's kind of like being a showsmanship or trying to play up a villain card um i don't know so like that's the one defense i want to give of memphis but like it's so condescending like 
that's gonna rub people the wrong way. Yeah, it's that classic I mean, 19, word, 1943 style Big Brother gameplay. Yeah, in the words of Tyler, he's lame, bro. He's, <laughs> he he kind of just sucks. Like, yes. I don't understand what he was doing. Like, I, I get that he tried to play it safe and wanted to play both sides and stuff. But once he made the stupid mistake of bringing that up to his alliance, you kind of have to go after it. It's like the survivor thing. Once someone brings it up, you either squash it or join them. And, and he yep. just played both sides and it just backfired on him. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I think it was decent nominations. I think he absolutely put himself in a really tough position between two alliances, but I think he kind of floated along there without getting too much blood on his hands. If I was in his alliance, I'd be like, I don't trust you at all. Like you don't mm-hmm. have my best interests out like at all. And he's still playing like old school when all these people on his alliance are all new school players that are like, Oh yeah, let's just align. And like, that's it. You know? Um, I still think it's it wasn't too bad, but I mean, as the week progresses, it just gets worse and worse. I mean, I yeah. think if you're yeah, I think initially like that makes sense. Play it safe. Yep. Don't let your other alliance tell you what to do. Let them get the blood on their hands. But like I said, once he brings it up to the alliance, it's just shooting yep. himself in the foot. At that Absolutely. Point. Yeah, he's he's playing both sides, but he really does a terrible job of playing <laughs> his own side. Uh, yeah. where they're all confused, like no one seems to know where the initial nominations are going to go. Uh, and then uh, when he finds out that someone is throwing around some names that are in his alliance, he doesn't seem to be very concerned about it um, because his name wasn't one of the names. Uh, but still, like you want to show at least a little bit of concern there. Oh, like, yeah. Or even like some loyalty of like, I'm doing this for you guys are like, this is the plan. Like even at the beginning of his nomination, it's like, you got to like build a, a for a, a quorum or a, a like forum, a consensus, something like you have to talk to your people. And so like, even if you choose to go away from what they do, like talk to them, see what they want. Like that's the reason why an alliance works is because everyone has a, like a similar, like, this is the plan. Uh, but when it's just like, I'm going rogue. It's just like, well, this person is not in our alliance. Like this is, like a loose cannon yeah. i don't know he's and him been... being so ambiguous about the safety thing too just puts his alliance even more in the dark too it's like if you're going to do that like you said be up front tell him Bill, what's going fill on in yeah exactly which i again this is another thing where it's like i think it was a brilliant idea actually i think it was really smart to be like i'm going to try to flush out as much yep, of the safety totally. garbage as i can so that i can uh utilize it you know say something bad happens this week and you got targets coming after you next week you can play um i think it was smart on his part but again it's like the smartest idea doesn't mean anything when it's poorly executed, you know, just like you didn't, you really didn't do like, I I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't not know how to come off soft. It's just like blunt and like straightforward. It's like a little bit of subtlety and nuance, my friend, like there's, it's just not there for him. Yeah. He's never, he's never done this before. This is his first time as HOH. Uh, exactly. And you got to wonder how far he would have made it in Big Brother 10 had he had power at some point uh, and then had this nonsense exposed because that's, uh, you know, maybe HOH-itis. some real. people are better off not winning HOH. Um, anyway, uh, so if we're, if we're talking about, uh, if we're talking about Memphis doing all the wrong things here, uh, it looks like Nicole, Nicole Anthony, uh, a fan favorite. Everyone loves Nicole. She is, Lance, you and I talked with her at the Big Brother uh, finale in the backyard. She is the nicest person. 
And now that I've said yeah, something the only nice about her, people from that season, so. we're gonna do uh, you're gonna do the compliment sandwich. Got the first part. <laughs> she sucks at Big Brother. She is terrible at Big Brother. Nicest person lovely. in the world. Lovely. So wonderful. No, she is. She is fantastic. And Absolutely. like, I know, like, I could have a great time just hanging out with her. But she. Um, it, and it starts, it really starts with this whole, um, uh, it starts with the safety uh, aspect uh, where Memphis basically tells her, go for it, go for the safety, you should. And she says no, because that's who she is. You tell me to do it, I'm not going to do it. And that really does set her up to be the perfect target, because if you're Memphis and playing next week, why don't you want to get out someone who hasn't played yet? One fewer person Absolutely. to play against. Like yep. that, it Flushing. just makes perfect sense. And she just kind of like... I don't know, for someone who is supposedly someone who thinks so much about the game and has studied all the strategy, like that alone to me is like, uh, not great. Well, I mean, like the, it's one of those things where it's like, I understand that perspective 100% where it's like, oh, you're gonna tell me what I'm supposed to do? Like, no, 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 like I will do the exact opposite. But you're playing a game for $500,000. Like, you check all that at the door, you know? Mm. If you need to be defiant, you should be. But, like, this is not the time to be defiant, you know? Like, I, to me, it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, I salute you and I respect, like, having backbone and having, like, you know, your will, I guess. Like, <laughs> I think that it's, it's just not worth it. Like, it, just check it. Just check it for one week, and then you get to be the one that runs stuff, you know? I, I think, like, it's, like, one of those, like, just it's, – it's the short-sighted version – or just short-sightedness, really, where it's, like, you're playing a long game. Like, everyone always says it's a sprint – or it's a marathon, not a sprint. And it's, like, that mindset is sprint mindset, you know? Like, oh, I'm going to be defiant. Like, no, now's the time to kiss butts, you know? Especially yeah. when she doesn't have a relationship with Memphis or anything. It's like, you just, you have to survive. Like I understand playing the long game and trying to keep yourself safe as long as possible, but you have to worry about the current week you're in. And she didn't do that. Yeah. No, it is very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, part of the, part of the problem in the early going that maybe compounds this uh, is that uh, Janelle and Kesar, uh, Kesar are, are somewhat close to Memphis. Not really. I mean, it's, he's playing both sides, but they're talking with, he talks with them a lot more than some of the other people in the house talk with him. Let's say that at least. And they're going to work and they do work tirelessly throughout the week to try everything they can do to save Nicole and it, Nicole Anthony. And it, it's, it's really, I mean, it's all wasted effort. Nothing's really going to change things. It looks like, um, but Nicole somehow gets it through her head that, well, they went to bat for me. It didn't work, so they must be against me. Um, and then it's it, these. This week was so hard to watch on the live feeds because so much of it was Nicole sulking and Nicole mm -hmm. being angry at people who were working with her. And it seems like the people she fought hardest against this week were the only two people trying to keep her safe. And it's one of those things where, like, it it bothers me the most because. Um, you know, when you're there, you're, you're like, basically you should be thinking about the motivations of everyone else in the house. I have my own personal motivations. Like I want this to happen. I want these people to go home, but like, you have to think about like why everyone else is doing what they're doing. And like, there's no logical explanation that she had for like Janelle and Kayser say they're trying to save me. But actually what I think is they're actually going up there and they're throwing me under the bus 
And then this whole week, they're still putting their necks on. Like, it nowhere in that does that make logical sense to me. And, like, that's the part that, like, really is, like, separating me from, like, well, I can't – usually I try to put myself in, the like, the spot of the person that goes home. Try to be, like, okay, well, this is their thought process. Like, I'm trying to be, a, like, a house guest advocate and, like – it's impossible. I cannot wrap my head around what her plan was or why she was doing what she was doing um, because they actually had a chance to flip the house this week and to change the entire direction of the house. And like the fact that like, I, well, I mean, we're, let's not get to it yet, but the fact that she basically rolled over and like everyone else rolled over, I mean, I still think there was a chance, even though there is this huge uh, alliance, um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. It's it's so frustrating to me. Very bad. To me, it just showed just how outclassed she was at this game. Like, to get people who are just playing you that easily and you for you to just buy it that easily and stuff just just shows how poor she is at the game and at, at reading it. And so yes. I just – I was actually pretty happy to see her go because she wasn't <laughs> just bringing anything to this game. Agreed. So it was really just annoying to see that. I felt really bad for her because yep. – She's so nice and she just wants to trust somebody and she hasn't really been able to do that. And then it just all came crashing down on her. Well, I'm, I, I mean, I, go on, sorry. Go ahead. And I, I was just gonna say, I agree with McCrae that they had a chance to really flip this. And it, it just feels like we're watching so many other seasons of Big Brother where you get this major alliance and then you have a counter alliance that could be built, but they think they're part of that alliance or they think that they can be part of it. And then it, they just don't realize it till they're already it's already too late and it feels like we're doing that again what's like i mean uh big brother seven the last all-stars what it was dr will everyone wants their cool kid club card you know yeah. like everyone wants to be a part of that you know and like it's not even a cool kid club you know i wouldn't want to be with them i don't know like uh i i you you're 100 right and i think that i honestly think that twitter made a monster out of nicole i think that twitter like the just adulation of like just the most amount of people on Twitter that built a false sense of like, Oh yeah. Like I'm good at this game. Like I got to trust my gut and my intuition. And it's like, no one ever told her like, no, your intuition was garbage. And like, it was bad. Like no one was there to be like, Hey, like here's a little bit of a reality check. Like you should go in there with some like humility and not ego. Um, I, again, probably controversial, but I, I, that's, ex I think that's what really happened because like she didn't play this, like, she didn't play that game necessarily last time. She played a smart game. She was with the right people a lot of the time. Um, but this time it was just like, she was just like, oh, actually, I'm, I know what's going on. My gut is telling me this. And my intuition is telling me this. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was all completely wrong. Like, if I was you, I'd never trust it again. Like, <laughs> don't, don't do it. I don't know. That's just yeah. me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, was, uh, I was expecting, um, based on the way that the live feeds were going throughout the week, I was expecting for Nicole to just be absolutely devastated by when she gets out of the house, finds out what's true, what's not true. It sounds like she kind of started to figure it out uh, towards mm -hmm. the last, last 24 hours or so she had in the house. Um, so that she shows, you know, it, I, I think she did a very good job when she, uh, you know, on our way out with Julie, uh, was kind of showed some humility about it, oh, you know, accepted yes, that absolutely. she's wrong. 
And yeah. I think that's like the best thing that you can do, like in that situation. Oh no, and I, I felt one hundred percent bad yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad because it's like I again, it's one of those things where it's like I understand your limited viewpoint of being in the house. Like they don't have the omniscient view that we have, or omnipotent yeah. view. I don't know, but like that's the thing is like they don't have that view. So like I understand, and I think like she, it totally, you could see it on her face, and like the way she like uh, hung her head and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, she knows. She knows. Oh, I, I felt real bad. I want to give her a hug, but as you know, it is not safe to do so. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> wear a mask, please. When <laughs> Julie feels hug. that bad for you to like, want to give you a, you know, a hug like that, you know, it's bad. It's mm -hmm. like, so it's a, a hug rain check sometime in 2021. <laughs> she can yep. that hug. It's going to be great. Uh, all right. What, one of my biggest takeaways yep. from this is just, you know, we're in all-star season, but there are some just really poor players in this. And it's just one of the things that really sticks out to me. I brought it up last time since McCray brought up Big Brother 7. I thought Janelle and Kaser should have done the Chilltown thing where you just cause chaos. You're two people and you cause chaos and you keep these two sides kind of going at each other. Well, and they didn't do that. Kaser just kind of did what he always does, plays way too hard in the beginning. I feel like Kaser yep. is kind of like Nicole where he's really not that good at the game, but he's so beloved. I agree. I like I and I as much as like I'm a huge like Kaiser and Janelle fan. Those are my favorites, obviously. But you're a hundred percent right. Where it's like, Kaiser, I love you, but like you played three times and you literally have not learned one thing. Um, Cameron, who's my uh, podcast uh, co-host uh, on season nineteen, um, he he like he said he has a theory that everyone that's in the house right now is playing the exact same game they played whenever they did play last time and to be honest like basically there's only maybe one person i think that's not necessarily true for but like it it feels exactly right where it's like kaiser you know like he's playing the same exact game where it's like you need to chill out you do need to become chill town like you're 100 right where it's like like you guys did not like study or like you didn't think like maybe i should come in with a new game plan as much as i love janelle like much respect to janelle as always but like come in with something new like try something different like she's always like that's not how i play i don't play like that well it's like you didn't win when you played like that before so like what is it is sanity of you know doing the same thing over and over expecting different results i mean i don't know yeah i want to i want to talk more about this uh uh or, pardon me uh, janelle and kaser uh i also want to talk about uh, i want to talk about david uh too and his campaign uh, and we're going to do all that right after this Okay, uh, so we're back um, after that short commercial break, uh, and uh, I want to I want to talk a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit about the uh, the other half of the uh, the, the the block uh, here, uh, David, uh, because David uh, David's got some friends in the house, and that's why he stays. Uh, but his campaign is terrible. Um, <laughs> now, specifically, uh, the, I, I, I part one of the worst parts of it really is the conversation that he has with Devon. Uh, yep. Devon is mm -hmm. super motivated to keep him around. And that conversation, David does everything it seems possible to try to push Nicole or to try to push her, uh, Devon, to vote to keep Nicole. Like he kind of confirms that he's in an alliance with other people. That's not her. She takes away that if it was the situations were reversed, he might not vote to keep her. Um, what, I mean, it's, uh, there are so many question marks, I guess, from both sides of this conversation, but let's, let's start with, let's start with David. Uh, what did you think of this campaign, McRae? Uh, I mean, it's mind boggling. Uh, but at the same time, like you have to give 
not credit, but you have to be like, well, let's let's have a couple expect or like uh, just let it happen. I mean, he's he's never played the game. Like it was one of those things where it's like, oh, this is your first time voting, which seems like so condescending. Also, it was yes, uh, yeah, you know, and it's like he. I don't think he he really doesn't get the game yet. You know, like we have to let him like develop his own game. And the longer he's there, the better he has a chance at developing a game that's winnable or that could get him the win. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, you have to give him some credit of being like, well, he doesn't know the ins and outs. Like, oh yeah, you probably shouldn't tell people that you've got another alliance and then not name them because no one's going to trust you guy. I, I like, to me, it's so, uh, it, yeah, it's tough to watch, but uh, I like it because it's, it's, it's train wreck gameplay. I love it. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, uh, go for it, I guess. Like, and see, it's, it could work out for him, you know? It's just different than what you're used to seeing, which is nice because you're seeing the same thing over and over in this season oh, and stuff. Absolutely. But, you're right. He has to get better at the game. That's an obvious thing. But he also needs some common sense and just like know how to talk to people. Because even if you don't yes. understand the game, what he was saying to Devon and stuff, like you don't tell somebody to calm down. You don't tell somebody to like stop defending you and all this stuff. Like, yeah, Devon is so mad at this guy that she doesn't call him by his name. She calls him this man. But for, <laughs> as, for as bad as David is, Devon is just as bad. Like she is not part of this strong alliance. And to... I, I understand her vote and everything and her morals behind mm -hmm. it, but like yep. Nicole made a good point where it's like, okay, David's probably not going to win, but you could still win and you could be the first black person to win and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she is just, she's playing too much, not with her head. And so for her to, to kind of go against <laughs> what is probably the better play is really tough to watch cool. for somebody who I really like seeing. Absolutely. And I think it's like the same thing that I was talking about with Nicole, where it's like, I get being defiant and I get it. And like, I understand it. And like people with convictions, again, like I can do nothing but salute your convictions because there's not enough people that like have steadfast convictions in this world anymore. Um, I respect it. But to me, it's like, well, if this move ends up getting everyone wiped out, then like, well, where are you left? Like, I, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Is that probably, is that, I don't know if that works with that. that sounds but right. I think like, I, mean, <laughs> I think that's like, I think that's kind of the idea that I'm going for though is like, well, this could have like screwed everyone this season or like all the people that you want to save, this might've screwed everyone. Um, and you might've had a fighting chance the opposite way. I, um, I agree. It's, it's tough to watch, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, it makes good TV, like having a character flaw or like a character trait, you know, is like, that's what makes good characters. So it's one of those things where it's like, I can't blame Devon and I, I want to see her do good. Absolutely. And uh, again, I think it just like, it adds to her character. Uh, it's, it's fun to watch. And it's something that like, if you're in the house, like, Oh, well, I got a plan for that now, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, and it, it makes you just understand why Davon hasn't won the game. But like, as Jets coach said, you play to win the game, and it doesn't feel like Davon is doing that, which is the most frustrating part. Agreed. I think there's, I think the a couple things that to to keep in mind with the Devon vote uh, is that really uh, it's it's not much of a choice between David and Nicole. She the votes aren't going to be there uh, in really any like you need six. Memphis has got to be part of the six. It's just such a tough hill to climb. It, they're, they're not going to get there. So really, like, it's more or less coming up with the reason. Like, why, like, what are the possible reasons here? 
Um, and while it really, like, he doesn't add anything to her game. So, like, mm. it does not appear that he adds much to her, his, her game, as Nicole maybe doesn't add an awful lot either, but no. is probably a little bit more loyal to her. Um, you at least know Nicole's not working with all the guys. Nicole doesn't want to be part of the cool kids' clique. Um, yeah. Nicole will never be part of the cool kids' clique. She's Nicole. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, no, I, uh, I, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's tough to watch because like, I, like I'm a huge fan of her, uh, really love her. And it's one of those things where it's like, I hope this doesn't come back to bite you. You know, like, I, I think like the game is in such early stages still. There's so many moving parts. That's like, it's nothing's set in stone. Everyone on Twitter yeah. wants to be like, it's over for all these people. They're done. Davon's next. What? Like, and it's like, there's so many moving parts that it's like, come on. Like, uh, there's plenty of opportunity to squirrel your way out of stuff. Um, so I'm not like, it's not the end of the world for me yet for her game, but uh, she needs to figure out. Um, and we're not to the vote yet of the week i guess because i want to talk about that vote i don't know yeah no let's let's let's, let's talk about it. it yeah because like basically like if we're talking about it so davon basically didn't want to ever cast the vote against david so <laughs> what they didn't realize is that enzo was gonna throw out a hinky vote and it's like they would have had the five votes if christmas would have flipped which I don't know, but at the God. same time, I, I like it's, it's like even it, like say Christmas didn't flip and Davon did, they would have had the six. Would Memphis have voted for David or Nicole? I mean, I, I like it doesn't make sense for me uh, if I was putting myself in Memphis's perspective. It doesn't make sense why you wouldn't get rid of David in that situation. Hmm. So like if if I'm like casting that vote, it's like this dude's obviously upset at you. Like you piss him off quite a bit. Like I don't know if they had like a secret like side meeting that was like, oh no, like I'm just gonna say this shit to like, uh, ooh, I I'm just gonna don't say this stuff to. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm just gonna say this stuff to like kind of, you know, like try to like uh, trick everyone in the house. But like I'm guessing that did not happen. And it's like, oh yeah, like. David's an actually wants to go after Memphis. So, uh, you know, and he was telling people that too. He wasn't, you know, shying away from that. <laughs> exactly, and, you've got, yeah. and you've got Nicole saying she's going after Jacer. Like there, like there was a chance, you which know, was a solid, solid plan. Yeah, exactly. It was a solid plan to be like, it, like, so eventually Nicole ends up telling Kaser and Janelle that like, I've been just like dragging your name throughout the house. And if I'm Kaser and Janelle, I'm like, good keep doing that because that keeps us separated like let's just keep that plan and like let's build on that um i i don't know if like i don't know if like last second scrambles are like what used to be done in old school six seven fourteen whatever but like the last second scramble is like that that is where votes are changed i think i think that it is doable we don't often see that like that heat of like scramblage uh you know, from the live feeds or like uh, the day of, I guess, uh, when they show the eviction episode. But there is serious moments of like votes are changed on last second scrambles in the house. And uh, those are my favorite days. Those are the best days when it was just well, like wheeling and dealing. 
that's what's most fun about like survivors when you get like tony like with the sun coming yes, down to change the boats and everything that's that's the most fun part well and 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 like it happens in or it happens in big brother and like we generally never get a like an edit of it because it's so confusing and so like it's so fast paced that it's like you need a full episode just to like basically edit down uh just yeah that last second scramble um but i i, I don't know it's one of those things where it's like i don't know if I, I, it makes sense for Janelle and Kayser to like cut ties and just like, all right, let's go with the house. You know, that's not usually what they do, but like, it makes sense to me. Uh, but again, it's like one of those things where it's like, you guys had so much time to scramble and you guys didn't come up with anything like nothing. Uh, it's rough. It's so rough to watch. And with those two votes, you can kind of, uh, they probably won't believe it, but you could theoretically pin that on Jacer too. Well, votes. okay, so like that's what I've been thinking about. It, I don't believe that you can pin those two votes on them. No. So supposedly what the rumor or what I heard was there was a plan that broke out early eviction day where uh, Danny, Cody, and Enzo had a plan to have two votes go towards uh, uh, towards David uh, they would pin this on Janelle and Kaser, but with only Enzo throwing out a hinky vote, you can obviously, con uh, you have to assume that Kevin is immediately going to be like, well, I'm the one that voted for Nicole. Right. Mm -hmm. So then yeah. there's only one vote that's unaccounted for. Why would Janelle and Kaser ever vote opposite? It makes no sense logically within the house. So to me, it's like they can't even pin it on Janelle and Kaser. Like they have to like figure out a new person to pin it on um, I don't know who that's going to be, but if you're in the house and you're like, oh, the two votes were Janelle and Kayser, like, you are also a dum-dumb. Like, I, I, the thing about it, yeah. It, it, to me, it's like one of those things where it's like, that could have been a really, really good plan to pin it on them. It doesn't, like, we, I don't think it's going to matter much overall, but um, if I'm Janelle and Kayser, I'm like, who was that vote? I want to be talking about that nonstop. Who was that? Yeah, yeah, no, that that actually, I think that is, that probably works out better for them, that there's someone behind the scenes who's clearly playing some kind of stupid game, playing yes. the, what is it, the Scotty game from Big Brother 20, where you throw out a, Much you throw out a vote for no, you throw out a vote for no good reason. Just hinky votes all day. Um, you throw one for the point of throwing one out there, but you think, like, was, is there a great reason to throw one out? Here, I'm not sure there is, uh, partially because it's, it's not really a, a secret that, Janelle and Kaser were trying to work and, and save Nicole, like especially among that alliance. Like, no, there's not a lot of question that there was something going on there. So, well, absolutely. even if they don't vote, like, if they vote, they don't vote. Like, uh, to me, that vote doesn't really matter. Like, that, they needed how three they vote votes. They needed much. three yeah. votes to make it believable. And, like, the fact that there's only two votes makes it really suspect. Um, but also that's a good thing. But I also think it was kind of a miscommunication between Cody and Enzo and Danny or whoever else. Um, because like, does Enzo go back and tell Cody? Oh, here's I my, was the one that voted. I don't know. My, here's my follow-up question about the plan. Who are they trying to fool here? Well, like uh, the people in my chat seem to think that it might be like, pin it on uh davon you know uh, oh okay like put, that was which, that was my initial thinking but then it's also you have the same problem with jacer where if that's happening bailey's probably voting too 
but the same. I way, agree. You know? I agree that if you work through it logically, you'd be like, why would they even vote separately? But then like, that's the thing where it's like, this becomes more of an obvious thing where it's like, you can start to like mm-hmm. pare down or you can clue your way through it of like, okay, well, it's probably not this couple. It's not this couple, like couples will vote together. It's that's where the power comes from in a vote. Um, so yeah, exactly. It's just like, it becomes more and more suspect and uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Enzo's a person that like, he can lie through it though. You know, everyone's going to probably believe Enzo, which is, is mind boggling. Uh, I think we even maybe heard in the last episode, people were like, well, it's Enzo. Like he wouldn't lie. It's like, <laughs> you know, he created a, a, just an all guys alliance and then lied the whole season. Like, what, this is also Big Brother about? where everyone lies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that, that's a given. But yeah, no, it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't understand the game that people are playing. Like, I don't, it's it's so weird to me. If, if I went into it and didn't see who that vote was and I just guessed, I would have said Tyler. Because Tyler just seems like somebody who would kind of just throw things out there. Oh, well, I Especially agree. to kind of mess with Memphis too. yeah. But you wouldn't say that now. I mean, no. let's not get ahead of ourselves. But you'd be like, oh, I'm not saying that to anyone else. <laughs> You're going to go home. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, let's, I want to talk a little bit more about, uh, about, about Janelle because she's always on my mind. She's on everyone's mind. There's a lot of Janellacy going around the house. Um, and it seems like the biggest, uh, the, the biggest fight here uh, seems to be between, uh, oh, wait, hold on. I got, I, got, I got puppets for this, right? It seems to be Ooh. between Janelle, of course, and Nicole. <laughs> so I guess this That's all stems great. back to the uh to the amazing race. A lot of this stems back to the amazing race. Uh recently, a recent season where uh it was Nicole and, and Victor played together as a team. Um Janelle was there as well with Brittany. Um and uh there was uh who who, who was the other big brother team? Uh it was uh oh Rachel, Rachel, Rachel Riley Alyssa. and her sister yeah, Alyssa. Alyssa. Um so those were the uh those were the uh the big brother teams and, and during one of the legs of the race there's a there's a mechanic in the game called the U-turn where basically a team can screw another team. Uh and as it turns out that uh Rachel and Alyssa had told Nicole and Victor that one of the other teams was planning on U-turning them. Uh, Nicole and Victor thought the information was a little bit sketchy and decided that oh, we should ask them. We should ask the team who's planning on you turning us. Are you planning on you turning us? And uh, basically the end story there, at least for the amazing race, is that there was a confrontation on the mat. Nicole cried and everyone turned against Rachel and Melissa. Um, Nicole cried? Can you believe it? <laughs> no, come yeah. on. You I, I don't know. And it seems like this confrontation has been brought into the house with uh, Janelle really taking up the uh, ra- taking up the uh, the Rachel banner, uh, mm-hmm. and and just can you believe Nicole did this? A lot of conversations about uh, Amazing Race in the house right now. I um, let me think. Go back through that. What were you, um, okay, one, like if I was ever on the Amazing Race with other Big Brother people, I like I'd go down with that ship. There's sure. no way I'm a person that's like, it's, I'm loyal to the soil, as they say. Um, it's like one of those things where it's like, we're big brother. Let's win this other game. It does not matter. Uh, I don't care. I'm sticking with you guys. Um, that's the way that I feel about that stuff. Uh, I think that it is like, oh, I don't like that you would betray another big brother team, especially now knowing like, spoiler alert to anyone that has not watched that season. Uh, 
amazing race team wins. Uh, that's unacceptable. I, not not okay. Um, the other thing is, uh, from what I've heard, this is uh, a little bit of inside baseball. Ooh, okay. um, <laughs> supposedly, when Nicole was crying on that on the platform on the <clears throat> thing, basically, Victor was screaming at Alyssa and Rachel so much so that Phil had to step in and tell Victor to cool it. Ooh, I don't, wow. I don't, again, like this is something that came from a big brother alumni. Uh, my, my warning always is if it comes from big brother alumni, do not trust it because they're all lying scum. That's but right. <laughs> I do believe that I I'll 100% believe that, uh, which I think is really funny, but I think that's an extra added layer to the whole thing. Uh, uh yes <laughs> yeah well i mean there is certainly plenty of more big brother intrigue going on here oh, yeah. uh if you're talking if, especially if you're talking about janelle because janelle has so many uh so many connections with so many people uh Absolutely. and was doing so much pre-gaming i mean everybody was to a certain extent i mean there are probably a few people who uh, I'm, I'm sure david didn't make a bunch of phone calls because janelle didn't know who these people are didn't pre-game um, good enough though yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She needs I, to like, as much as we love Janelle, she needs to not bring that drama into the house because obviously it's really just screwed her over. It's true, but at the same time, I respect it because like I don't like Nicole either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm. I'm like, let's go to war, war time. You know, because. But you want to go to war when you have an army. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem is that like she was not equipped with an army. Um, and that's a really annoying part to me is that it's like, I don't get why people aren't like, let's, let's do it. Why not? Like, what do we got to lose? You know, yeah. like, let's separate out and let's just go back and forth. Um, especially Janelle pointed out that after this week, that side will have the votes every time it becomes you know a steamroll and to me it's like i there's no part i, I don't ever want to be i don't want ever a, a power in the house to just be able to steamroll doesn't make sense to me you know i you should break that up uh yeah so i i don't know i i i'm for the war i'm for the the war oh yeah absolutely that needs yeah. to happen we're, we're um, all pro war <laughs> yeah yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, unfortunately, this war is a little bit lopsided. This is like a, this is like a desert storm here, where <laughs> one side is just rolling yeah. over everybody, it's and it's complete, just the Nicole, yeah, shock and awe. It's yeah. like the Nicole Anthony side of the house, just like in a tank without gas, just sitting by the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, just seeing, they can't. You can't do anything if you can't win anything, and they haven't won anything yet. So win something. Just in case they're trying to rally the troops of just like mediocre floaters it's just like oh this is not gonna go it's well. so frustrating yeah. it's so frustrating because it's just like oh there, there's there's plenty of people that i know that they could have cast that would have been like oh yeah i'm down for this struggle i don't care like that's the real issue to me it's like oh man like there's plenty of people that they cast that are just like well i'm gonna go with the flow and i'm gonna try to make it to jury like they're like people that when they say like i just want to make it to jury they literally mean that's all they want is just jury uh you know instagram followers i uh, yeah it's so frustrating very that was one of my 
that was one of the funniest subplots to me watching the live feeds this week is people saying Janelle wants Instagram followers and then Nicole Franzel, who's a content creator, kind of oh, saying that. Uh, so how frustrating. Yeah. How, like how projecting, like, oh, whatever you're saying, you are projecting onto everyone else. 100%, like, yeah. I, I don't like, oh yeah, it, it's so sad. It's really such a bummer to watch it. This yeah, show, she, man, I can't watch this show anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting, like hearing like her and I think Bailey too, like talking about Janelle using it what to to build her real estate business. Like, oh yeah, she's gonna sell some houses to some Big Brother fans. <laughs> yeah, like they're all like, I mean, like Unreal. we're all grown adults here, but let's be honest, a lot of a lot of Big Brother fans are, are reality are just poor. They're yeah, they're, they're people like there me that, that have no money for that stuff, and you know, Janelle. Yeah. a lot of them are there. Well, so. and and like. The thing about Janelle is like, I know Janelle, she's there to play the game. Like mm -hmm. she's there to like crush and do well. Like she loves the game more than anything. And you can tell because like on the feeds, she's always the one that's just gaming hard. And it's like me as uh, that's what I love to see. That's what I want to see when I watch the feeds. I want to see people scheming, plotting, planning, just like thinking up numbers. Like that's, that's like where the game was the most fun for me you know uh and so like watching her do it it's like oh this like brings me back because i since my season i haven't seen a season where it's like this planning plotting scheming stuff like it hasn't been as crazy as it felt like it was during my season but watching janelle do it it's like oh yeah i remember this i remember this this it, it, it's like nostalgia for me it's it's weird uh and i love it I, it kind I of so feels much. like from just like obviously watching Big Brother and then binging a lot of Survivor, it feels like they're going in opposite directions where the gaming is just in hyperdrive on Survivor and it feels yeah. like it's slow played until you get to that like final six in Big Brother. It's really annoying. Absolutely. Well, how do we solve that? Where, how do we fix that? Like what is, what, what mechanic in the game fixes that? Like, does it have to be some sort of twist that comes in that? you know I, have like, dr will on every season <laughs> that, I, i'm in <laughs> sign me up Where do, where's the I do, position that i sign yeah i do think you either make the game shorter kind of like how they've done celebrity big brother or like you do the thing where you make a bunch of people safe that first week or whatever and so you have to you like make them choose sides and stuff there's I feel like more, that's the yeah. only way that's popped into my head i know there's there's i don't know it's one of those things where it's like uh i'm a janelle fan so now i want uh i want just production influence they need to be thrown in twists like coup d'etat it's like bring yeah, coup <laughs> yeah we're talking diamond power of vetoes bring it all back like but i understand where it's like oh yeah like it's obviously you're you're biased and it's super hypocritical but uh you know like there needs to be something that's just like Otherwise, this this alliance will just roll to the end. I don't see any other way around it, really. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I want to. I've got a. I've got a couple more questions about about Janelle and, and Kaser, and they're more about looking towards the future here in, in week three, uh, mm -hmm. because uh, we have our we have our new HOH. Our new HOH is Tyler, uh, mm -hmm. and I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk more about Tyler and his plans as HOH right up this. Okay, so uh, so we're back and uh, we're 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 kind of at the uh, the end of our our discussion for Thursday here, where it is uh, Tyler who wins HOH in a uh, a beer mug a shuffleboard. They played shuffleboard. Uh, they played Basically, shuffleboard yeah. three times. Uh, it was it was a uh, good competition. 
Ian almost won it, and then Janelle almost oh, won man. it, and it turns out to be Tyler. Uh, very different, three very different weeks uh, with three <laughs> very different stories. Uh, we Absolutely. get the most boring of the three. <laughs> Tyler. Just, just to talk about the competition, I was a little annoyed at some of the strategy. Like, if you're Janelle, you probably aren't going to beat him in that time, so take your time. Try to get... I perfect score and stuff like yeah. especially yep. if that like we were like 11 and a half seconds and 11 points like slow okay, it down so just try to beat him on points well here's the thing that they talked about is that supposedly there was a 30 second time limit overall and so a lot of discussion is happening about if you went over on one of your throws it say it went past five could you throw again you know, I don't, I don't think we ever got clarification on that, but it's like, it wouldn't matter if like, why would they even have the 30 second time limit to begin with? Like, so like, I think there's like inconsistencies there that like are bothersome because like, yeah, they should let them just like go again, especially if they're under the 30 second time limit. Um, but you're right. Uh, it's yeah, we got the most boring, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it was a good game, though, especially for being like, I feel like they're definitely trying to go lo-fi this year, you yeah. know, which, again, I don't care. It does not matter to me. I think it's like, it's better games, in my opinion, especially, you can do better games. You don't have to, have, like, wire people up on rigs and stuff and have them fly through the air to memorize garbage. Yeah, you like, can just, just like Survivor. Exactly. Why not though? Because like those games work, you know, they, yeah. they actually work and they, they, they're fun. They're, they're visual. Uh, I, I, I agree. Just steal everything from survivor at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, that's what I gotta say. I think that. there's some, I think there's something to be uh, said also for uh, some of the older school uh, big brother competitions. I feel like the more complicated you get these days, the more physical mm -hmm. you're making the competitions. Um, yeah. You know, if you're, I mean, you, you create an Indiana Jones set, Jackson's going to win it. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like it's not totally. like the old days where, you know, you kick someone out of the house, Julie's sitting down with them and hey, the HOH competition is just Julie asking the former person who was just evicted a bunch of questions. Yes, Whoever knows yeah. him best wins. Just, like yeah. you don't need to make it super complicated to keep things mm -hmm. interesting. Um, I, I personally I, I personally like uh, HOHs where everybody's got a chance to win vetoes where everybody's got a chance to win. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we've had a couple competitions this season where not everybody has had a chance to win. And I'm talking about that veto competition this week because that thing looked oh, heavy rough. to hold up. Yep. The two women were out first. I mean, the guy who won was we, the guy with the biggest arms. I, exactly. Well, that's the thing is like uh, on my Twitch show with Cameron, we actually talk about that where it's like, how can you break this game? Like, what's the way that you can like try to like actively, uh, you know, skirt the rules, but also still be within... <clears throat> the game mechanics um and that's the thing where it's like this one there's no skirt in the rules like basically it was like whoever has like the biggest forearms wins uh it's not <laughs> i don't like that at all and usually heath lumen who is the challenge uh competition guy director uh usually he's really good about that and i think it's like one of those things where it's like i think it's in the time of covid that kind of stuff where it's like you got to think lo-fi. Uh, so, like, I get it, but at the same time, like, they maybe should have had, like, hollowed out or, like, it should have been weight-adjusted yeah. holding pads. Absolutely. Like, there's no reason they shouldn't have done that.
Yeah, and I, I want to say, I don't think this is anything that's like, I don't think there's someone sitting in a challenge department saying, we've got to design these things so that guys always win. No. Um, I, I think it's more no, just no, designing no. this competition without even thinking like, okay, this is going to be easier for guys than for the women. And then you learn it when they perform it. And it's like, uh-oh, well, we should have we should have figured it out. Oh, that could actually be an interesting idea because maybe they don't have the, uh, you know, Survivor has the dream team, mm -hmm. you know, like the people that like go through and play the competitions. Like they might not actually have a dream team this season because That's of COVID. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I know that they do all sorts of, you know, test runs and, you know, before a season and they have a, they have a very light crew this year. Yep. So Absolutely. that's a great point. That's a great point. Yep. Just put a puzzle at the end of everything like Survivor does and you're good. You get the green yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that either. I think <laughs> it's great. Bad. Well, then, then yeah. it's like, all right, Ian is a, is a huge threat now. Well, now you're biasing <laughs> yep. things against Caitlin. Oh, here we um, go. The Big Brother is not a puzzle show, as we have, we've seen <laughs> in the past. This is not Survivor's. I don't know. Caitlin, Caitlin Survivor, almost got it. That, yeah, oh. Survivor's a thirty-piece puzzle show. Big Brother's a six-piece puzzle show. Um, and somehow the six pieces are harder. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, uh, I, I don't think we. Uh, we're we're going to get into the spoiler talk now. Uh, just formally announce it to everybody. If you don't want to hear spoilers, you can check out. Uh, right here won't hurt our feelings. Uh, thank you for listening if you do. Uh, that said, the fact that Tyler won HOH, you probably should know it's not going to be super crazy week. You probably already know what happened, so let's just get into it. Um, we'll get into it with the, the part you probably don't know off the top of your head, which is a safety suite. Uh, it was uh, done on Friday. Uh, Friday's the day we're talking, so this is fresh off the presses. Uh, your winner of the safety competition uh, was Enzo. Uh, not an awful lot of people playing. Most of the people who would be vulnerable this week have already used up their card. Uh, so it's really just a few stragglers from that alliance. Enzo's Enzo. a cop beast now. Yeah, Enzo is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, he's got Absolutely. the Enzo's got the arms. You know, he's he's got That's the right. yeah, he's got the jersey look. Uh, and he picks uh, to keep safe. He picks Christmas, um, who last week kept Ian safe. Um, not an especially interesting uh, situation here. Neither of them were in much trouble going into this week. Neither of them. I heard there was a rumor that uh, supposedly they were all going to throw it to Enzo. Oh, okay. I don't like, I can't confirm that. I don't know if that's exactly what happened or anything like that, especially with like a competition that uh, you don't know the times of other people. Uh, I don't know how that would be possible, but uh, that's definitely what I heard. Uh, the only uh, other the only other thing that I heard was that uh, that Danny uh, Danny put in a fast time, um, so I I don't know if that's who knows we'll we'll find out on, I, uh, we'll I find read, out on Sunday yeah I I read Memphis through it that was all I oh, okay <laughs> yeah I think I also heard that yeah uh, the thing about that one is just like uh, it, yeah like you said it doesn't matter basically it does not matter like the people that were all competing are all in the same alliance doesn't matter right. um, I think that. Uh, if they're trying to like give Christmas safety to pull her in tighter, I mean, that's smart. That's smart gameplay. I can't, you know, I can't discredit that. I think that's uh, good, good on them. Um, that was going to be my point was I thought it was really savvy on Enzo's part to pick Christmas and not really reveal his inner. I love it. And everything. Yeah. Very smart. Um, but again, like Enzo's in a dangerous position because like, you were saying he's a comp beast at this point. He's he's won stuff like multiple comps. Like I would be like, oh well, 
put him on the radar. That was not the game that he played his original season. Like he was never on the radar whatsoever. Yeah. He didn't win anything. So, I, um, yeah, I think uh, I think Tyler and Enzo are in really interesting spots where I could see either of them win the game and kind of just like cakewalk to the end. But I could also see them since they are two like two people that have done really the best in the competitions other than Memphis. I could see them getting on people's radars really easily too. But there are such bigger threats. Like if you're Enzo, you've got the Cody's and the Memphis's and stuff that you can kind of throw in front of you too. So I really think those two are in a an interesting position. They're two people that have really stood out to me so far. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. I've been telling you, Lance, that uh, he is my uh, Enzo. Enzo is my pick in the office pool. He's the person that I, I think I've chosen to win it all. Um, so I think he's in a good, I think he's in a good, I think he's in a good spot. He's in a lot of the right alliances and uh, he is a comp piece, as you said, sexy <laughs> uncle Enzo, sexy uncle Enzo. <laughs> Riding a banana. Amazing. Does the, the banana so get bigger? It's you know, it's riding it. <laughs> so um what's uh we didn't talk about uh Julie saying the uh, Oh yeah. So I guess we had an interesting night. Yeah, Julie Julie gets to Julie gets to come up with his, her own quote to end every uh Well, I mean that, but also like the the whole the thing busy about Phillips busy Phillips reference. Busy? Oh the busy, yeah, busy yeah. Phillips reference. Yeah. She was singing, she like screwed that up like was the first word she said when she got so... on camera. Well, the other thing about it is like so they're they're not doing live episodes anymore. You right. know, like these are all pre-taped. And so it's insane to me that they're gonna let like some of the crazy stuff that Julie is saying, I guess, uh, go through, I guess. Like, no one's there editing it. I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. The whole Busy Phillips thing about Danny was surreal. That seemed that was... odd. That was very so weird. And busy, busy Phillips even tweeted that it was weird. Yes. Like, she yeah. responded and stuff so, that it was weird. Who, who said the the thing about like someone someone said the like oh yeah this is what julie said about busy phillips and then busy phillips like retweeted it uh, i thought it was you lance i didn't know if uh i thought busy phillips retweeted you i don't i don't no, know if that's Oh, oh man, okay. that would have been cool. Does, okay, busy, okay. Do you know uh, was, Busy Phillips, Lance? No. Did you, did you <laughs> no. meet Did you meet her thought, in, a, uh, in a Quizno somewhere? Hey, Busy, busy Phillips, come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's the thing. I, I thought it was you, but like someone like retweeted like what Julie said, and then sure enough, like Busy Phillips was like, "This is actually very weird." Very and weird. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think Julie, not I, the only person who I think it was, it was like what was it like a year ago? Julie, something happened with. I mean. Obviously, some stuff's happened with Julie, but like she changed like on air and stuff and started getting yes. more like direct with her questions and like not holding anything back and stuff. And so Julie's this is a little different than that. And stuff. Absolutely. She, like even in her interview, she's kind of the same where it's like, I'm a little confused by your gameplay and stuff. But, like, <laughs> just a peculiar episode. With Julie. Though very odd. And then, uh, yeah, she she says all this and then she uh, gives another sign off that is just like cryptic and. I mean, like it, on the surface level, it's yeah, whatever. But uh, <laughs> overall, it's like, I, I uh, yeah. All right. I feel like every Julie. sign off now is like a subtweet at CBS now. Yeah, yes, no, I, yes, it's it's yes. like she's trying. Like every time, I get the feeling like she's trying to say something very meaningful and like yep. very like something that would be probably controversial to some people who are watching. And like it's always like, okay, okay, how do I edit this down? So that it's it's non-offensive enough that I can say it, but still, 
just enough in there so that everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's like a weird, it's a weird line she's walking. Well, and she said for exactly the interview, but she was like, oh yeah, I'm really thankful that uh, they're letting me give my like final moments or they're letting me give my, you know, my, my thoughts oh, or whatever. Jerry Springer's uh, sign final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's basically what it is. And it's like, okay, well, cool, Julie, but also like, what are we talking about here? Like, it doesn't mean anything to anyone if it's just like, it, it, yes, it's it's just weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't hey, know what to weird, say about though, it. Speaking it's of so weird, though, odd. Can, odd. We, oh. can we talk about Ian's punishment real quick? And his name was mm. Dirk Space Jammer. So it's, you know, Star Wars meets Boogie Nights, I guess. That's what I was thinking too. Yes. Hell yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was a little yes. surprised that they, they got away with being able to call it CBS All Star Wars. I'm like... Are, do you want to get sued by Disney? You're, you're selling CNET and stuff. Like, I don't know if you want to be paying Disney anymore. <laughs> That's a good call. Oh, boy. No. Space Jammer. Yeah, that is definitely within the realm of Boogie Nights. <laughs> I love it. I thought it was, if they were doing a nod at Boogie Nights, that was great. Because they, oh, I agree. Absolutely. They, like, the old school seasons, they there was a lot of sexual innuendo for this very corny show. And they got, obviously of got course. away from it now. But they'll still kind of lay some hints in there. Whichever well, I'm curious, like, uh, yeah. Space Jammer, like I'm trying to think of some Boogie Nights lines that like I, I can't say them. I'm gonna get bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. That is that is yeah, true. Exactly. That's true. Um, I will say Boogie Mark Nights. Wolver, come on the pod. Uh, yeah, Boogie Nights also happens to be the name of the Week Four veto competition. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Mike Boogie coming back. Wait for that. Wait for that. With Doctor Will, and then they yes, just fight. yeah, exactly. It's like it's a Mike be, Boogie uh, rave. Yeah. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you'll anything. be seeing him on TV anytime soon. I think they were restrained. Not on, not on Big Brother. Gotta, Might see him on some lot. other shows, but not on Big Brother. Yeah, on the lot. I don't think he's allowed within like five hundred no. yards. No, no, no. Yep. You can't even really go next to the man with the plan, you know, sensing <laughs> myself right now. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. that's, all, that's all I had to say about Ian. <laughs> Let's pull it back. We'll pull, we'll, pull it, we'll pull it back from Mike Boogie and, and Boogie Nights for, for, uh, for a hot moment here. Uh, so it probably shouldn't come uh, to any, uh, as any surprise where the nominations this week are heading. Uh, when we hopped on here live, they hadn't happened yet. It doesn't matter that they hadn't happened yet. It's gonna be it's gonna be Janelle and Kaser, right? Like, it, there's no other combination here. Tyler was pushing that back door last week. Now he's got the power. Like, they put I think, his name out there. Like, I don't see how it's not them. I think it's like the obvious choice. It makes sense. Uh, he's in the alliances that like, it, there's no reason to not do it. Um, I'm sure, like, I think that with Tyler, it kills him a little bit because I think he does want to work with these old school legends. Yeah. So I think, like, it hurts him a little bit, but also, at the same time, like, he knows this is what he has to do. And uh, on that front, like, I actually think Tyler's a really good game player. Uh, I think I, I really do think that he will do good. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, oh, no, go against it. Go Like, just we need all the production influence we can get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, from the good, from, like, team good TV, you want to yeah, see them exactly. do something that's not yes. Janelle and Kaser because they're fantastic. Yes. You want them to yeah, stay around. Of course. Maybe, of course. Some, I really, maybe something will happen to the veto to keep things interesting. But absolutely. This, is, this is what we're going to get. Absolutely. I think there is one dark horse that I do think that either Janelle or Kaser goes home, but I think Davon is is really on notice. I don't yep. think she has a lot of trust with people. And then I think from what I've read, Tyler just 
I think he kind of really wants to get rid of her, but he can't because everybody else wants Jacer out. But if there was some kind of something that I happened agree. where that I was agree like that, I could see Davon going. One hundred percent. I also feel like that, like from the conversations that I've heard, uh, it definitely seems like, oh yeah, there's there's a possibility. Um, uh, yeah, Jess, who is uh, Janelle's husband, contacted me today and was like, "Is there any way she stays? Like, or like, what? How? how like, it, it, is it done or what? You know?" I was like, "I was like, there's there's so many moving parts." this like there's still moving parts you know like they're like that's where she and kazer shine is I, I like they're in a position where it's not gonna be good for them so uh that's where they shine that's always where they've shined uh and james ryan said it best where it's like oh yeah this is where they will step up and start actually uh taking names and like kicking butt i guess uh i hope so but I, God, I, I, hope I think so the too. only way like and you need like a hail mary kind of thing is janelle wins eight or wins pov takes herself off davon goes up and it's kaser versus davon and then maybe just maybe but yep i don't I know i think that. i think the only way is like if davon keeps proving to people that she, people think she's untrustworthy and she keeps digging that hole a little bit is really the only way but I just, yep. it's so hard to see it's, it right now. No, it really is hard to see it. I, I 100% agree. Uh, it's not looking good. <laughs> it is not looking good at all. If you had to pick one, it sounds like you are closer with Janelle. Would you rather Janelle stay or do you kind of want to see Case or Yeah, I, I'd rather Janelle stay. Um, like, uh, I want to see Kazer play for sure. I want to see him get to the jury spot that at least jury, I guess. But uh, Janelle's Janelle is a monster. Like she is just a game player, uh, and I think Kazer is too. But um, yeah, I'm just it's Minnesota love and Minnesota pride. Where it's like I want Janelle to win it because of that. Like yep. we're that's that's who I who I am. I guess. And it's like, not just it. and it's not just you want Janelle to win because Janelle wanted you to win, right? Did she want me to win? I don't know even know oh. if she wanted me to win. Oh, oh, he had the, that's <laughs> what I'm rooting for. Look at this. We got this June 20th, first, 2013. Yeah. We have right here a picture of McRae and Janelle from way back in 2013 before Big Brother 15. No stats. This is the only reason I went to the casting. How about that? Like thing. Yes. It was because Janelle was there and I was like, uh, well, I might absolutely, I, I might get to meet Janelle. That's why I went to that casting thing. And, uh, you know, obviously, you of did? course I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. And Janelle was the best. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's wild that like that took a turn and got me on the damn show. Um, no, I. That's what, exactly what it is. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm with Janelle no matter what, all yeah. day. I'm I'm with her till the wheels fall off, as Kevin said. Yep. And it looks like the wheels may fall off this week, but you know, <laughs> there's a veto to be played, and that's <laughs> she can't. You can't backdoor him. You can't backdoor her. Plenty of time. So there yeah, is yeah. exactly. There's, any anything that's one could thing. happen. I'm I'm glad that Janelle is not getting backdoored either. Obviously, it's a dangerous play to do that, but that would have been really tough to see her oh, get backdoored, and that's yes. how she goes. That would have been. Oh, horrible. Especially because uh, it appears there's no battle back. Yeah. Uh, right? No, that's what a good is point. that? What that's is that? Point. Yeah. No, no battle back. Unbelievable to me when it's like you're giving $40,000 supposedly to these people 
uh, it's really surprising that they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to try to protect our interests and have someone come back. I, it has I, to be the Rona. That's the only reason to do it. But they had these, like, Airbnb, like, bungalows for all these people and stuff. Just put them back there for, like, well, a month. Like, I get it. Julie, Julie said it. Julie said, like, oh, yeah, the, like, oh, expect the unexpected. Like, it, it could be anything. Who knows, you know? Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, like, uh, obviously Keisha is w- way, she knows way too much. Yeah, and she's then already Julie, tweeting and everything too. Well, yeah. And then Julie on this one was like, oh yeah, Nicole, like here's an alliance that's like, ba- yeah. like, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, to me, I'm still like, oh, just send her back. I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't care who gets sent back. The one uh, thing I could I, see is like maybe like a jury, like they do it in like the beginning parts of the jury, but even I, then that kind of throws a wrench into some things. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. It, I think it might be a jury battle back. I think you're right. I don't hate that. No, I think you're 100% right. I think that's that actually makes sense. Well, one thing, this is going to be a shorter season than most Big Brother seasons. I think it's, mm-hmm. we're talking 80-some days, right, instead of the usual 100. Yeah, I think and I heard we started, today. Yeah. And we started with the same number of people. So, obviously, they got to take out some something in there. And a battle back is just a wasted week, um, often. because I'm, I'm Literally, usually, because it's like, Scotty goes back in. And then, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. um, that's, and, it's big, big Scotty any, day here on the show. But yeah. Do we have any double eviction weeks and stuff? Because that... Could also play into it too. I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get one. I don't know if we're gonna get two. I, I don't okay. know if we've got enough time okay. for two. Like um, yeah, that. I can see that. We, they have to get out that, before yeah. Nicole's uh Nicole's wedding, which we hear <laughs> just so little about. <laughs> is oh Janelle God. still going to her wedding? That is my question. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, is she going so. to the wedding? It's a lot of a lot Janelle, of Janelle, I think actually would. I think Janelle Oh would. yeah. But that, that invitation is going to get But is the invitation out. still good? That's the <laughs> no, question. the invitation is bad. <laughs> I think the invitation is burned up. Yeah, no. I think, like, Janelle is a person that's like, oh, yeah, it's we're, we all played the game. Like, like we're all cool. Uh, but uh, I don't think that's the same for Nicole Franzel. I think Nicole Franzel is a very uh, methodical and uh, sadistic player. She <laughs> needs to be... <laughs> <laughs> I did all with a smile. Son of a yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's what that's what makes her such a good player. Like you look at her at her face and you can't believe absolutely this sweet person is gonna stab you in the back. She does it to everyone every time. Well, we need those I mean, villains too. We need it. We need absolutely, to absolutely. And I uh, don't get me wrong. I think Nicole Franzel is fuck for real. The person that uh, <laughs> is bad is like she nice. is a villain and uh, she's. I actually uh I respect Nicole Franzel's play mm-hmm. because she really is uh you know ruthless and uh I I I she can't does what uh, she, she does yeah, what she has on. to do to survive you know like she's Absolutely. good at that and like she, look where she's put herself now yeah. she's in this major alliance and she has the numbers and everything like Absolutely. she could win this game like totally Absolutely. so you have to respect that I will say no. she has one weak point here, and this kind of this is something that Tyler one? was saying. Well, there are probably multiple, but like one weak point <laughs> that I want to bring up here. Uh, Tyler was talking with David. Uh, you know, obviously there there's something going on there. Uh, but the, explaining to it, at some point, Nicole's going to have to go on a block against Ian. At some point, he's expecting that to happen. There's been a lot of talk in the house among various people that they don't want someone who's already won the game to win again. I think that's going to work against Nicole uh, coming towards the end 
um, where you could kind of get like a, uh, you know, that, that was kind of one of the rumors about Big Brother 14, right? Like we don't want someone who's won already to win. So maybe mm. we shouldn't let that happen. Um, so maybe it could happen again. I think that's her, that's like her biggest obstacle because for some reason, people aren't really picking up on her game. The only thing that she really has negatively going for her right now uh, seems to be Ian and that connection and that winner's connection. Ian's one of the more interesting people to me just because he's not really part of that major alliance. And what's his plan? Like, what's he going to do? Like, he could just get steamrolled, but he seems like he does have a plan, but he's not telling anybody. Would have loved to see him and Kaser come together for like a secret alliance kind of thing, you know? That would have been really I, uh, interesting. Yes. And like, I think that it's still on the table. Like, it's definitely still there, but... I think Ian's just a little scared of the numbers. I think he just doesn't want to piss off the house, especially this early. Yep, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, it's rough. It's annoying, and I want Ian to do better. But uh, you're a hundred percent right. It, yeah. It, it's yeah. yeah. He's put he's put himself in a, in a couple of smaller alliances, but they're all alliances that also are part of a bigger alliance that he's not a part of. Um, and if you so... get rid of say say Jacer goes the next two. You know, then it's like Davon or Ian is probably your next target, right? Well, that's I, I've kind of uh, I, I kind of I kind of put it together, and I want to I want to talk to you about that because um, you know after Janelle and Acer, that's I think that's the good thing about this week is that once we know for sure one of them is going home, then people have to start thinking about the next step, and that's where things get interesting. Uh, if everybody is against mm -hmm. Janelle and Kaser, that's not interesting. Like as yep. once it starts breaking, and there are a lot of these, a lot of these side. There are people who for sure want to target Ian, but there are people who for sure don't want to target Ian. I, I think he is. Uh, I think he is kind of somewhere in that middle where he's close to the people in power, but he's not a part of that alliance. Um, I say David is also in a very similar. Like he is probably. Uh, the best in, of that middle group who's not really a part of something uh, like a larger alliance uh, where he's got a couple people who are looking out for him there. Um, I, I, I think the way, it, the way it looks now, it's, I think you got Kevin, I think you got Devon, I think you got Bailey um, right there in that middle spot who are going to be in the most trouble um, mm. right after we get rid of Janelle and Kaser. Well, that's why, you know, to go back to Big Brother All-Stars and stuff, like if you're Tyler, there's an argument to keep Jacer around. You keep these bigger threats and stuff just to just until they cut each other off until, oh, of you know, you can make your move and everything. So yep. if Tyler, if they get rid of Jacer, you know, Tyler, Cody could just be those biggest threats. And, you know, I'm there. I'm 100% there. Uh, it, it's uh, I'll Ian do good because Ian's another person that I know. Ian, I think, is a really good player. Every time I've ever talked to him, like, is like the smartest person I've ever. Met. Uh, and it's a bummer to see him like, oh yeah, like no, I'm good. If and as is good as he uh thinks that he's in the right spot, I'm not gonna question it, but. At the same time, it's it's as uh, he might be in the realest bad spot. Like, yeah, I just he think he's in be, trouble, especially if he goes up I against Nicole on the block. Like, yep, they're probably gonna keep Nicole and they stuff. Are. So he's yep. just there's only so many moves for him, and this is what we were talking about earlier when Casey was trying to rally the troops. You only have that limited time to really battle these people, or you're hoping that there's just dissension in the group, which there's no guarantee of that. Mm -hmm. 
And this, this, this pecking order, so to speak, that's starting to form can really be disrupted if the right person wins HOH. And the problem is that all the people who are on that side of the pecking order say, unless, unless you're talking about Janelle and Casey, can win. Um, presumably, they might have a chance to at some point. But like Kevin's not going to win something. And if Kevin doesn't win something, and if Bailey doesn't win something, and Devon doesn't win something, I mean, they could. But if they don't, like, that's, yeah. I mean, they've got, they got to win something to actually make something yeah. happen here. Yep. And even if they do, I don't know if they will be like uh, omniscient enough to know. Like, I need to make that move uh, to keep uh, Janelle or Kaiser. I, it's it's a rough situation overall. <laughs> Not good at all. Yeah, uh, I guess, and I could also so see like if say like Kaiser wins the next HOH or something they have enough bodies to they can kind of throw people under the bus a little bit and hope that it's okay. Cause you can still put up like oh, yeah. a Cody and Tyler and then they could try to throw a Christmas or somebody under the, it might not work against them, but they have these bodies to throw where oh, yeah. keep your, your core Alliance and still lose some of that outer rim of those people. Oh yeah. Outer rim Star Wars. No, you're 100% right. Uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad for them. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a rough week. But um, I guess the question is then, whoever it is that stays, is there a chance that that person, even if they don't, assuming they don't win HOH on week four, is that person going to be the next target, or can the game move on from that? Because if it's Janelle who stays, Janelle's going to still be a huge target, right? And if Kaser stays. Presumably, he's still going to be a big target. Like, does the game? Can the game move on and forget about them? Again, it's a, it's so early that there's so many moving parts to the game. Like, uh, I think that there's so much opportunity to like uh, betray and just do whatever, whatever that can help you through the game. Um, they have plenty of opportunity. Uh, that, yeah, that's what I hope. I guess. I think uh, I would say that, you know, obviously it depends who goes home, but I don't, I think they have a chance of flying under the radar because I think the strongest bond in the house is Davon and Bailey. And so I could easily see them just being the next targets and being like, oh, we'll, we'll take care of Janelle or Casey or whatever when we can. Or like, say Janelle stays and you're in that alliance. Why not weaponize Janelle to take out Nicole that she's not going really yes. like a Cody or Tyler 100%. or anything? Yeah, have please. them go at it. Like, keep her around because you know she's going after Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I love it. Someone's got to go after Nicole, and <laughs> why do. not her, right? Yeah, Absolutely. and like, if you're part of the core major alliance, it sucks, but you still have the numbers, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, a lot of a lot of interesting things. It sounds like can happen week four and week five, and we can't wait for those weeks to get here. Uh, it's gonna be uh, probably gonna be a boring week on the feed. I'm gonna watch it anyway. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe things will get a little bit uh, a little bit more active once we start thinking about week four. Um, once, once yeah, maybe something crazy happens too. You know? Maybe something. <laughs> maybe something crazy will happen. All right. So uh, I, I think we, we we better start uh, we better start wrapping this up here. We've been going at it for a while. Uh, but before we do, I want to thank you so much, McCray, uh, for for joining oh, us again. Yes, absolutely. Absolute, thank you guys for having me. Absolute like, it's pleasure. Insane. I, uh, no, no, it, the pleasure is all mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to like uh, push people toward. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that little guy. Uh, I, want, I you need to take a picture so I can. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> the best. Sure. I'll say. I'll say. I'll. We uh, like I said. We'll we'll lysol it down and we'll send it to you. <laughs> there you Great. go. Great. That's sure. exactly what I want. Have that for your Twitch um, stream, which you're about to promote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everyone should uh, follow me on my Twitch stream. Uh, Twitch TV slash Chumlord. Um, it's me and Cameron. Cameron from season nineteen, who's first out. Uh. Oh, he probably hates that I say that. Uh, <laughs> the David uh, of season nineteen. <laughs> yeah, no. Cameron's, is he listening uh, though? That's uh, he probably is not. He probably is not. <laughs> probably not. But no at the same time, Lance, come on. <laughs> no. Uh, I, again, uh, just I want to say thank you to everyone, and everyone should come check out our show because, uh, yeah, you know, there's Rob has your podcast, whatever. It's everyone's got their things. Uh, yeah, you're never gonna see a show like mine. It's yeah, McC- live. McCray and, has a Twitch uh, stream. I'm gonna. I yes, I will curse a blue streak and I'll be a bad person. <laughs> there's uh, a, that is, there watch. is only there is only one McCray. So yes, that's why McCray exactly. is not only a friend of the pot; he's a best friend of the pot. Ooh, yeah. I will say, I, I will that. say, Lance, you do drop you do drop the friend of the pod thing a little loosely, but this uh, time I think it's for real. Pod. This time, oh, that's I think why I had real. to give him the best friend yeah. of the pod. I that's, like that's that. Yes, I, uh, absolutely. Uh, have you back anytime, boys? Okay. Well, we're gonna, we we're gonna to. keep doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll hopefully we will still be around, and if we're still around, uh, we'll, we'll ask you. To, <laughs> we'll ask you to come back. Uh, yeah. No. Follow, absolutely. Uh, check check him out. And where can we follow you on social media? Uh, just uh, don't worry about anything else, but okay. twitch.tv slash twitch.tv slash chumlord. Chumlord. Right. How about uh, you, Lance? Where can we uh, where can we follow you? At casually ginger. All right. Where uh, Busy can... Phillips is not retweeting me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> One day. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you can uh, you can catch me at uh, Fox Van Allen on uh, the the Twitters and, and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, one quick reminder: if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the Big Brother Brothers. You can do it on your favorite podcasting app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you find a good podcast, you'll find ours. Um, <laughs> And uh, I want to spend a special shout out to uh, YouTube and now the Facebook audience, Lance. We've got uh, we got this show on Facebook, and apparently, like we're a hit on Facebook. Like YouTube doesn't care is, less about us. Is that Facebook a good thing? Is being um, a hit on Facebook a good thing? Well, it's it's questionable. Uh, we do have some fans <laughs> on Facebook, Lance. We got some fan mail. You saw. Uh-huh. Uh, just out of just out of curiosity, one of our fans, uh, Cody, uh, wants to know: uh, Are are you little Dicky? uh no i'm uh, i'm medium dicky okay all right that's good to know all right hi i'm lance uh dave is a great show though little dicky show <laughs> dave is so good all right everybody show. uh hey, thank you so much for showing up today uh we'll be lance and i will be back here next week uh join us with our special oh we got a, we got another guest lance uh next week we'll be talking with alex alex Willett, uh from big Ooh. brother over the top the only a friend of the pod uh, yeah, also uh, for the first time we're talking with her, uh, and she uh, she's also the uh, the Big Brother sequester queen. Uh, she won the Big Brother versus uh, uh, Big Brother Canada uh, thing. So we're gonna talk with her. America, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so catch that next week. Uh, catch us. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you then. Bye bye, everybody. Bye.